stupid too as I. You're as stupid too as I. You'll never live. You'll never die. You're as stupid too as I. Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast. The daily podcast where we analyze the movie Better Off Dead one thrilling minute at a time. I'm Curtis Blaze from thesacknews.com. And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are breaking down minute 20, which starts with Lane crawling into bed with a framed photo of Beth and ends with the very moment that Lane and Beth meet in a park. What happened in this minute, Curtis? Jason, I'd be delighted to tell you. In the previous minute, Mom's dinner crawls away from Lane and his little brother creates a working laser blaster. This minute begins with Lane lying in bed and remembering how he and Beth met. At 19 minutes and 13 seconds, the memory begins. Lane and Charles are playing football in the park. Lane hands the ball to Charles and goes out for a pass. At 19 minutes and 26 seconds, Lane catches the ball and his first glimpse of Beth. She seems to be laughing and flirting with him. At 19 minutes and 43 seconds, we discover that the real reason she is laughing is that because, in not paying attention to where he was running, Lane has run right into the middle of a picnic and stepped onto their plates. At 19 minutes and 49 seconds, after getting the plates unstuck from his shoes, Lane and Charles sit down at the picnic table across from Beth and her friend and begin making small talk, thus ending the minute. Jason, what's your favorite moment in this minute? Well, I think it's when they pull back and we see that he's got his foot stuck firmly to the plates, like almost like skis. Yes, I love the setup for that joke, the way that he thinks she's flirting with him right up until the point you do pull back and see that. Yep. And I like that they don't, the family doesn't seem like particularly angry. They're just kind of looking at him like, what are you doing, dude? I think they're in shock. (laughs) I think dad is just looking up. And can't believe what's just befallen his family. And the kid kid with the frisbee seems to be looking at uh, Lane's shorts in kind of a disdainful way. You have to admit, they are very interesting looking shorts. Yeah. You could play chess on those things. (laughs) Yeah. Or soccer. Well, as long as we're getting on the topic of what Lane's wearing, who, by the way, does more costume changes in this movie than Queen Amidala. Yeah. Check out the socks again. Yep. They are mismatched. They almost look alike, but... One has two stripes and one has three. They're so close. What do you suppose is on the plates that stuck to his foot so, so well? Huh. I'm guessing probably mashed potatoes. I was thinking some sort of dessert situation. Almost looks like a chocolate pie on dad's plate. It's like it could be a chocolate pie or a chocolate with whipped cream dessert. Yeah, it does look like some kind of whipped creamy dessert. I'm wondering if the friend that she has with her is the friend that she's talking on the phone to when she's uh, talking about uh, dumping Lane for Roy. She almost has to be. Yeah. How many friends could Beth possibly have, right? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Beth's friend, I could not figure out who she is. I suspect that her name is Catherine Fitz, but she's only identified as an uncredited student at IMDb. Yeah, very inconclusive. According to IMDb, she's only been in one other movie, and that is Girls, Girls Just, just Want to Have, have Fun. fun. <laughs> Jinx! <laughs> Buy me as a Coke. As a dancer. But that's weird to me, because she looks very familiar to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, you two? Yeah. Like, you've seen her in something else, right? Yeah. Maybe she just has one of those faces. Could be. Drinking Tab, by the way. And there's a bottle of something else there. It looks like maybe, like... Cough syrup. Cough syrup, or, like, 
some kind of sunscreen, maybe. <laughs> Do they even make tab anymore? Is that a thing? Yeah. You can still get tab? As far as I know. I wonder how many kids these days would recognize that. Whenever I'm watching Back to the Future and Marty can't get a Pepsi free, he asks for a tab. And the guy says, you got to order something if you want a tab. Ba-dum-bunch. <laughs> And I always wonder if, like, anyone would recognize that joke. Back then, definitely. Now, maybe not so much. My memory of Tab always revolves around Bobcat Goldthwait. How so? He did this bit where he said, I'm always drinking Tab, you know, during his comedy specials. Yeah. And his fans ask him, how come he doesn't do a celebrity endorsement for Tab? And then he gets into Bobcat Goldthwait character and acts out what that commercial might be like. Drink Tab! It's really nice! Yeah. <laughs> That sounds more like a Muppet than Bob. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I really like the tab. That was a little bit closer. I am not Rich Little, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever actually tried tab? Oh, God, maybe way, way back in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't like it. In this minute, we have another example of Lane going to bed with Beth's picture. Yep. Cradling it. <laughs> Lovingly. It's the shower one, too. Yeah, that is his mobile picture, it looks like. No wallet sizes for him. No wallet sizes for anybody in Greendale. No. They that all... explains all of the big backpacks. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got like the 8x10. With the uh, full wood frame. Oh, yeah. No, no cheap plastic Walmart frame for them. <laughs> this is handmade by somebody at a photography studio. In a monastery in Tibet. <laughs> yeah. The, sa- the same guys that make the Tibetan peach pie also make the uh, frames. Is that the same picture? Yeah. You're positive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the movie. <laughs> okay. As he holds it, she is looking to his left. But. Hold on. Huh. Maybe that's why I think it's different. Because it's been flipped. Yeah. And she's looking the other way. Is it the same picture? It's the same picture. Are you sure? I'm wondering if they flopped the shot, maybe. Well, I mean, that's the only explanation. Of course they did. Yeah. They had coverage over his left shoulder, and he wanted the scene to be from the right, editorially. Well, let's not get all Zapruder film on this one. (laughs) Deal. Let's move on. Right after that, they're playing football in the park. This is the first part of the memory that Lane is having. Memory slash dream. It's not clear at this point. The setup for this, that it's this exciting football scene, which turns into Charles DeMar standing behind him with a cigarette and a beer. <laughs> Keeping it cash. What game are they playing exactly? There's no one else. There's no other teams. Cusack runs one, two, three, four, five, six steps before he catches the ball. Let's do a little, let's do a little experiment right here in the studio. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be over here. I'm going to do, th- do six steps. Red dog, 22, 25, 16. Bring it home, mama. <laughs> All righty. Oh, out of breath. I'd say that's 15 feet. Tops. He went about 15 feet before he, uh, before he caught the ball. Okay, so you're starting your run. You're looking behind you, but you're starting your run. Right there, 15 feet away, is an entire family picnicking. Yep. Do you see him? I would. <laughs> I think in the first two steps, you can spot Kuzak, the actor, looking at the people that are picnicking. No, that would be stupid. Why, the, why would they need people there? 
they wouldn't need people there. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah, they cut. He, there, were, there were no picnickers there when they were filming it. But then, in the movie, he's depicted as running almost twice as far as before he caught the ball. To some imaginary end zone, I guess. Have you ever been out with your friends, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer, and your friend hands you a football and goes, Here! <laughs> I want to go out for a short one. <gasps> oh my god! Okay, what if this is all contrivance? What if this is totally them? Okay, the scene we didn't see. What if this is Charles and Lane prior to this scene trying to figure out a way to get themselves close to Beth and the other girl at the picnic table? Hmm. Almost diabolical in its simplicity. It really, that almost has to be what happened. Because why else would they do it? The guy's sitting there smoking and drinking a beer and Lane clearly isn't into it. He's just barely, barely running at all. And he catches the ball and then keeps running till he sees the picnic table. That's what it is. Now, this could be a case of me wanting to see something that isn't there. But I think it was planned that way. I think, for future reference, Savage Holland... Are we calling him Savage? Are we on a first name basis with him? Well, his friends call him Savage. You know, this isn't just a funny scene. This is, this is just good writing. This had to be planned. There is a scene that's not written where they plan on... Meeting these girls. And they use this, this lame-ass football move as the way to get close. Yeah. I mean, the way they go over, like, immediately after he's got the plates off his shoes, you know, kind of tells me that, yeah, they were planning that the whole time. So Lane was the point man. He's like, he's like, you go out. <laughs> Charles is like, you go out for a long one. Make eye contact with him. I'll come strolling up. We'll both sit down. What's the worst they can say? No. Or beat it, creep. Jason, that's all I've got for this minute. You got anything else on the agenda for minute 20? Nope. Well, that's it then. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Minute 20. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Join us tomorrow for the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, Minute 21. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night. Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute. Could I do that faster? <laughs> Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute. Hey, <laughs> sold. <laughs>